Hey, welcome to Make It So So, a podcast about the not so good episodes of Star Trek. This episode, we're talking about The Thaw, which is episode 23 of season two of Star Trek Voyager. But first, my name's Newman. Hey, I'm Beth. I'm Dan. A brief synopsis of The Thaw <clears throat> The Voyager encounters a lifeless planet, but there might be something that has survived fear itself. What? Uh... And guys. I don't, I don't even know what to say about this episode. Uh, this episode was uh, something. Uh, yeah. Danny, you want to shoot off your first impression? Okay. Um, I, I come to you a changed man. Yeah. <laughs> a, a broken one. I don't even know what to think anymore. Does, does fear get Because you? I liked this episode. Oh! I know. What? That is not what I like, expected you to say. Oh my goodness. It's the best one I've seen so far. Really? What? My mind is literally okay. blown. So, uh, well, this is going to be a good episode then. Cause... Our listeners might not know this, but all of us are good friends outside of the podcast. So we have to actively try not to talk to each other yeah. about Star Trek when we see each other outside of podcasting. So I was expecting Dan to be like, this is the world's worst thing I've yeah. ever seen. No, this is the, this so is, that was a shock because this was a legitimately good episode. And I don't understand why I, I like it. I think it. I threw up in my mouth a that little. That was a shock because <laughs> the way that you were like dropping hints, I swear you were going at like the, yeah. the negative angle. No, before like, going into this, like no, there, there, there Babe, are really? some there are some flaws, <laughs> but I don't know, man. Like, okay, I can see why people would watch another episode of this show after seeing this episode. I'm hmm. legitimately speechless. At first, yeah. I was speechless because I'm glad I, told you I didn't first, know how to way, describe this impression. episode, but now I'm speechless because of your reaction. Yeah. I don't understand so what's anyways, happening right now. So the episode now. <laughs> yeah. What do you guys uh, think? Beth, do you want to? I don't. Are you just flabbergasted? Yeah. That... I don't even I don't even know what to say about this <laughs> episode. It's, it is bonkers, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. bonkers i was time checking at 18 minutes and eight seconds i'll go ahead and say that that's my first impression <laughs> yeah well i was i was time checking before that probably um as, as soon as the uh 11 minute mark shows up and you see the cirque de salil uh clowns in the background is, uh, is that is that the way to pronounce that salil i i've always said it wrong I've, my, my whole life it's, it's, it's cirque du soleil. soleil okay i'm yeah. sorry oh it's okay i'm, I'm okay. sorry french people um <laughs> sorry as soon as I saw that, I just had a million questions, and I'm like, what am I doing with my life watching this uh, circus sideshow? The thing that got um, me was the <laughs> colors. The colors really bothered me yeah. a lot. I I have a lot of issues with the whole setting to begin with, but we'll we'll get into that. Okay. Um, but, I mean... There's just there's a lot of questions that are raised. I'm so surprised. Yeah, I mean, right I, I, I don't even know how to continue. But yeah. anyway, okay. uh, so we will oh move on. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um. So this the, the cold open starts with <laughs> perhaps the greatest moment: Harry Kim playing the <laughs> clarinet. clarinet. Um, yeah. It's like, and as a previous episode, we've talked about that is not really the coolest instrument. No, that you no. guys have put no. input in towards. It's probably um, the most stereotypical instrument they could have assigned to Harry Kim as okay. well. Well, uh, now why is that? Because be, of like because just, he's because he's kind of feminine. Yeah, he's kind of nerdy and like. Oh, he's definitely nerdy. You know, sure. it's like you could give him a cooler instrument. I don't know. So yeah, he. <laughs> He's, he's he's practicing, practicing for, for with, Tom. with jazz Tom? impromptu. Well, Tom is like his test audience. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. I don't think yeah. Tom was actually 
um, using an instrument. No, he was not. Yeah. He was very opposed and to I think he, music in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At that the was, beginning of the scene. Yeah. yeah. And um, um, Tom is like, oh, well, this ensign must not have liked what you were doing because they're banging on the walls next door. He says something like the conduits in the walls yeah. amplify the sound. This or is whatever. a battleship, not a, you know, a. Um, oh, yeah, said the it, yeah, it was built Delta for battle, quadrant. not for. But yeah, I take whatever. issue with this. I think in the 24th century they could soundproof a room pretty well <laughs> on a spaceship. Yeah, oh, I mean Riker used to play trombone all the time. There you go. And maybe maybe people, played maybe, penny whistle. Maybe people didn't complain because he was so good. <clears throat> you know? Also, probably true. Probably. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, Harry Kim, Harry Kim is practicing for a duet. A duet, yes, with some female character. Yes, yes. Who, have we who, seen her? Or do we know who, that a, a regular person? A, I think she's been on the show, but I don't think she's an important character. Okay, yeah. Um, she she plays the oboe. Yes. Now I must ask, as band people, uh-huh. I am not a band person. Is a clarinet oboe duo something that is? I I would I or? wouldn't attend the concert. Okay, but yeah. they're both they're both related instruments. I could see them yeah. doing a woodwind. But duet the oboe thing. is like if the clarinet is the most nerdy instrument, the oboe is like the second most nerdy. Okay, instrument. cool. <laughs> uh, I don't so know. No, so, so no yeah. one's gonna go to this. So he's he's playing then. this this piece with this girl mm-hmm. that Tom Paris is interested in. Yeah, he's like, oh, you mean that. Was her Nicoletti? You said, I think Nic- so. Yeah, you I mean think that Nicoletti. Nicoletti? Yeah, I've, I've been trying to Tom get Paris with her for six months or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. And then Harry Kim, I don't know, is still has like no attraction to her, but is like, no, oh, that's the one. Yeah, we're gonna Harry play our oboes. I don't interpret- react well to women in the show. I like, interpreted uh, it as uh, he was trying to get to her through the music thing like that's Tom how or harry harry that's no way was his in harry oh, i got no intention i think that that's how they described the plot that. harry when sounded the plot as though yeah honestly like is he asexual i that actually that makes me a little more sense i was thinking he was he was just a, a gay, gay character that they weren't oh, going to like i mean he definitely yeah. likes directly. women because he has relationships in like singular episodes oh, later okay. on okay okay but it's his his love life is like probably the least explored yeah, of he, all the He doesn't roommates. even like say like oh she's not my type. He just yeah. oh you think she's attractive. Right. Yeah, I'm playing music with her. <laughs> yeah. The end. Yeah, I he's thought, all he's all business. Hmm. I read it in the plot summary that uh he, his avenue to dating her was through music. I guess that okay. w- maybe that was the intended mm, but maybe. the acting didn't carry it. Yeah. It's possible. I don't know. Anyway, I I, I did find out that this whole scene, this whole opening scene uh, not only does is this just another episode where the opening scene has nothing to do with the episode. This was literally filmed for a different episode. Yeah, yeah. which is hilarious to me. Uh, <laughs> it was so, uh, they just dead, needed to kill three minutes. I believe that it was called Dead Space or Dead uh, Dead Something. No, I, I don't it, know. It was just hilarious that they would just throw this in there. Yeah, because it's just oh so for, for Death Wish. Death Wish. Death Wish. Yeah. It's just such a such a like generic episode so so yeah i read it, it was it was edited out of the the episode death wish yeah but reused due to its generic nature right which which why would you ever use something because it's so generic that you could use it <laughs> it's funny i don't know um anyway yeah, so but that's a, that, that's that has nothing fact. to do with anything no literally even as they were filming it right uh, <laughs> i wonder what uh that is right. that is stormy the dog everybody the dog is giving protests to why not 
Harry Kim's clarinet playing. Um. Anyway, well, so <laughs> how did, what, what happens next? How, so how does this episode they're called to the bridge. They encounter a what appears to be a lifeless planet um, is showing up on the screen. Yes, um, yes, yes. Several theories are made. Maybe it was a solar flare. Um, maybe it was. Well, it was right. Is that the theory, or is that what they? I don't know if they. I thought that's conf- what we found out. It do was. They, do, they, do they confirm it? Okay. Yeah. Um. Now, I was confused because did they ever say that the people escaped the planet? No, no. I, thought, no. I thought everyone else was dead. So no, everyone else is dead. Four hundred thousand people are, yes. are wiped out. The right? the the coal, I believe, K O H L, the coal yes. people. Yes. So yeah, they went from a okay. thriving, whatever, right to apartment stores. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> to wiped out due to yeah. solar flares <laughs> messing kidding. with their ecological blah blah blah. Right. Wait, so I took it as I interpreted it as the whole col- the whole colony, all four hundred thousand, were in this hibernation state, and they just no. happened upon these five that people. That is or whatever. what I originally thought no too. No way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's five. Right. Which yeah, which they was only a big show five, for me but because they never really explain unless I missed it. What were these five people doing? Like, couldn't they get more people to do this experiment? And with how them? did how did those five get chosen for that then? Or did they, they just do it themselves? Yeah, I, oh, no, no, they totally did it themselves. Okay, they 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 actively went into this. Okay, did you guys not? What? No, no. Well, no. Be, yeah, because no, I did, but it, it just it jumps from four hundred thousand dead. Yeah. To oh wait, we have life signs. There's a satellite orbiting that's sending us a message saying... An automated message. Yes. Yes. And they see the message. Right. Um, I took it as the life signs were underground because they had to... They found them a few few kilometers underground. uh, 2.3. Right. Yes. Right. Very precise. (laughs) Right. Um, And... they were they like all the people were in these pod like states like maybe they were in groups of five or ten or whatever but that's this what is the I one they happened thought. upon because these were the leaders or whatever yeah that's what I thought it too. was strange to me that there were only five people I was thinking these are the only people yeah. that actually got away okay and like like sure. it was like like a last minute thing. solar flares I sure. mean I should know more about this but I I don't think you necessarily always get so much notice sure. So uh, it wiped oh, out a lot yeah. of people. I, I, I can buy okay. that. Okay, all and right. Maybe so this maybe was they... just a last-ditch effort to yeah. save anything of their and, race. Right. If there's another way to possibly explain this away, is that their initial scan showed no life forms. Right. Mm-hmm. And that only after some blip or something, that's when they like looked below the surface and found some. So maybe there's others, other places? Uh, maybe. maybe. That's, that's kind of what I thought. Maybe. But I still got the impression that these were the last, the last... five of these 400,000. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Right. Sure. Okay. So <laughs> the, the automated message, yeah, um, is from one of the coal leaders. Yes. Saying, "Hey, um, if you are listening to this message, we had this terrible ecological disaster caused by solar flares. Um, we need to go underground and stay in stasis for 15 years mm-hmm. until it's safe to come out again. But the message Wait. is 19 years old. Yeah. Okay. So Tubac back to the point says, about. It's four years late. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so back to the point. I'm sorry. Back to the point about (laughs) there only being five. This, they also said that this particular race of people had warp capability. So why would the five people choose to stay on that planet and go, hey, everybody driving by, don't mess with us. We're waiting for time to happen. 
uh, when they could just leave the planet. Solar Flare took out their warp drive capabilities. I don't know. Like, that's, yeah, that's why I it, think there's more. That's why I think there might be more people. It was a confusing situation. Yeah, because... Um, because they they did say that they were warp capable. Yeah. I, I accept it as just, it was an emergency quick thing and they didn't have time to plan for it. But they did. Right. They must have had time to plan so for just, it though because so they had... everything's wiped out. They had ready-made pods. And moment. And ready-made well, they, made kind of like a bomb messages. shelter. Like you might keep a, a small right. thing. Maybe, uh, just maybe in case. this was to back up. I yeah, guess. just in case. Or maybe they knew solar flares were like, Gonna be coming gonna in the be next. A problem. T- Maybe they're all astronomers, and right, uh, they knew solar flares would be a problem the next year or something. Yeah. Uh, all Maybe. right. I don't like yeah. it, but I don't have a better alternative, so yeah. let's move forward. Oh, but, yeah. so, <laughs> so in the automated, uh, in the automated message, it specifically mm-hmm. says, "Do not disturb us," because yeah. right. for fifteen we years wanna, we want to stay. We have our our world and try to try to rebuild it. Right. Yeah, but it's um, it's four years past that yeah. timeline. Right. So they're like, "All right, we should uh, we should poke and prod and yes. mess around with stuff." Also, a, another example of a huge violation of the Prime Directive. They well, specifically asked, "Please don't mess I, with us." But, but no, that was you. all. But that was for fifteen years. This yeah. is yeah, definitely the reason that they're helping. Yeah, this, this, I guess this that's is true. It's specific, it's like stray from and their Starfleet has been known to do that. And okay. If, well, okay, the Prime Directive is what? Don't mess with. Yeah, let, anything. Let a ever. race Wait, did, go its own way. Okay, so every episode violates it. Sure, yes. Especially in Voyager. Like, <laughs> Voyager is the worst, the absolute worst at violating the Prime Directive. I mean, like, every interaction they have with an outside Because force. Janeway not... always, you know, thinks of a way, well, we need to do something. Not in all situations, because there's there's some TNG episodes where there's a race who doesn't know about, like, they're not sophisticated enough to know about warp capability, or okay. really a lot of technologies, they'll use sundials and stuff, and the... Federation is studying this mm-hmm. this group of people, and they take a lot of measures to make sure they're not seen. Because if if yeah. they know that there's aliens, then it totally changes That's the direction of their um, right uh, evolution. But why do they only care about that sometimes? Well, they especially care about it if it's going to make major changes to like to what the culture. But, that's what I'm saying. Like evolves uh, to yeah. like in eighty percent of the episodes, they just go stomping around but in that matter. particular one they were so um technologically yeah. uh n- l- as less advanced than any other one they've encountered that that it would have been huge adjustment for them you don't want to be like the it, representatives of the future i guess it, uh, it does become murky because starfleet will go into a place let's say their son's dying <clears throat> starfleet will fly in zap the sun with some you know yeah whatever that's it true needs. So that, you know, those people don't die. So the preservation of the species, you're allowed to maybe I, they, they do yeah. bend Or if it. people specifically ask for help, maybe. So they say, like, oh, hey, oh, this is a desperate call. If we they need ask help for our... help, yeah. they're all about helping at that, yeah. at, at that point. But for a species who doesn't know anything, is still using, you know, wooden tool technology and stuff, if they were to come in in their spaceships, that would be a huge right. pro- um, problem for them. So in that particular episode, they actually do reveal themselves and it becomes a big problem. But yeah. Um, that is not their intention. Right. All right. But, okay. But anyways. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, there's no real answer for that question. For that question. So, that question. so, so they find some life forms. Five pods. Well, they find five pods, but they, well, they only find three life forms. Also, yeah. right. did you guys realize this? So I was reading this in the in the synopsis too. They beam the pods to the ship. They do. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I did not pick up on that. I thought they just went to the planet. Um. Everyone. 
<laughs> yeah, the crew. No, they beamed it right to Cargo Bay, I believe. They're two, they're they? two point three the, kilometers the, below could, ground. The yeah, and, but how could they? And like everyone on the ship is interacting with the pods. Yeah, I don't. I just I don't understand why they would beam the pods to the ship. Like, wouldn't Beth, that? Beth, I told you them? this is a good episode. I'm going to defend it. There, there was I don't probably understand. Like, I just there don't was probably understand. a, I don't a little workstation you. down there, but they probably felt safer just to beam all all the technology up to the shuttle bay. Yeah, but wouldn't they, that disrupt how all the pods are like wired together and stuff? Um, probably. No, they, they, but they, this they, is Star Trek. Yeah, one big. They can just do it all together. Yeah, I guess I don't. They, I don't know. It's I do. It's weird. And it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So they're, they look in these pods. Yeah. One is very, very rotten dead. Yeah. One's very much dead. And another one they say is also dead, but yeah. we don't see it. Right. Um, that's when we find out there were 400,000 of them. And uh, we also find out that the three, their minds are active, mm-hmm. which blows everyone's mind. I'm yes. not really sure why. Yeah. Because, like, dreaming's a thing, right? Yeah. Like, 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 when when people are generally in stasis, are their minds just just turned off? Are they just paused? Wouldn't think so. I don't think so. I don't know why, but I assumed that you still thought things. Right. Yeah, would coma patients still? But I think they point out that they're at at a higher level of activity, right? Well, yes. Okay, so I don't remember exactly when they... reveal this but yeah. the coal had developed this artificial intelligence right to kind of so that they can interact with it and yeah. like keep their minds active because if you're going to be down for 15 years you gotta do something you like might want to yeah play sudoku or something right exactly yeah like it's <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it's yeah a, i think it's, it's uh, a holodeck of the mind essentially i think they explained something like that was developed for long-term space travel to keep people yeah their minds Fresh. stimulated while you're Right, hibernating yeah. for a little They time. also, and I'm not exactly sure why I say it, they, but they do have the premise of we, we can't just unplug them because they'll die. Right. Why? The they they said there's something. a there's a there's a gap time where you have to come out of it naturally. Uh, I think yeah. it's the ten like, minute okay. uh, window, so you can't just unplug it. It's like you have to you have to disengage from almost like the inside kind okay. of. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, no, that's the thing. I think they they specifically like leave them and like they're they're extra careful because they say they're free to come out, but for yeah. whatever reason they're not doing right. it. Like this is so where you don't want to force they, them to. They know time is up. Like they know right. that the fifteen years <clears throat> is here, and they also say that the machines are working fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong. Yeah, like these people shouldn't be dead. Though the ones that are dead. This is actually where I think the plot. Um, and this one could have been way better. Nope. So, um, <laughs> give me a second. So, so the idea is that the colonists, um, can choose when they want to leave and there's an, a periodic like exit strategy that will pop up and it displays to them. I think the weather conditions outside and they can choose to exit if they want to, mm-hmm. but of course they haven't. So I think it would have been a better slash more interesting, um, plot if the crew would have learned that the colonists could have chosen to woke up, but they didn't because the dream was too good. Like, and the, and the crew had to go in and convince them that like life was actually worth living and they should come out of the dream state. That's but, intre- So um, like, yeah, so but the life that they, that they actually have made outside. Yeah. is like was totally has a different episode. Yeah. I think it could have been better in that direction. It would have been better if it was completely different. Yeah. <laughs> I just think that's a more interesting premise. No like way. if, yeah, I definitely do. Like they, they would have done it, you I know, mean, like 
on their own. Maybe like the, mora- yeah, the morality they, of like forcing them to come out or not. Yeah, that would be yeah, that would be cool. Right, and right. telling them like um, exploring the idea of whether it's um, there was kind of some talk of this in I the Inception that. movie where like people chose to be in the dream state or whatever, or the Matrix um, pe- people who yeah who choose not to know. Yeah, and that maybe they could have like pulled that thread a little bit and talked about the crew maybe trying to convince them that life is worth living and they have a debate about you know what is your reality is yeah. it i don't know yeah but that's not a knock on this episode it's just another premise that might be also good or way so better balana and kim <laughs> yeah balana and kim and go in they yep. they they enter the matrix they do they enter some pods now do they use the ones that the dead people were in or do they use oh yeah they use the dead okay. people pods oh yeah they pretty gross the, they clean right. the juices out all right yeah um, <clears throat> well, a little juicy but whatever <laughs> yeah so yeah there's so they they go in yeah and then we are introduced to the main character the best character Chuggalo? in all <laughs> of star trek voyager fear okay i he's babe, a clown he is a clown played by sell, sell michael mckeon of spinal tap fame and various of millions of forgotten films yeah he was so uh, good he was so good. No, no, babe. Guys, he no. was so good. I do not think he was good. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was channeling a cheap imitation of um, Q. Yes. In a way. Yeah. Like, I, think like, so I don't too. know Q. He's like little, the all powerful yeah. whatever. Yeah. I feel like that's what he was doing. Yeah. There was a lot um, of things about it. Like his laugh and stuff was he's very a, similar. He's a clown. He is. He is a clown. That That's probably the biggest. He is a clown. Takeaway from this. He's it's, just <laughs> like a juggalo. No, his his dress is specific. It, that that's one of the things I thought you'd you'd knock him on is he's wearing this like wool gray yeah, it's a, jammies. It's a gray and white clown suit. Yeah, but it's like um, fuzzy. But okay, I'm I talking did, about his face paint. I, I did read afterwards uh, that his suit, and if you go back, it kind of almost it kind of looks like that was made to look like a brain. Okay. Like, you know, it's like, like like a whole bunch of wrinkly gray oh. whatever. Oh. So he's like the embodiment of exactly their Exactly. Because, as we're going to find out later on in the yeah. episode, he is a figment of their imagination. Right. So he represents their their own fear, right. I guess. Right. Yeah, of, that's of, totally what it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here are it. my issues with this yes. situation. You have a planet that has never seen Earth. When the Voyager crew goes into the, um, I'm just going to call it the the holodex, the 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 simulation. Mm-hmm. Yes, they encounter people that look like they're from, you know, coal, 18th century France. Oh, oh the, the the clowns. Yeah, yeah. Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. yeah, this was my biggest problem with the episode. In what way could that feasibly happen? That okay. these people would think about. Yeah, why in would the that kind of culture? in almost every episode we've reviewed, everyone in the universe knows Earth's history. No, that's true. So this is not <laughs> a new criticism specific to this episode. What? So it doesn't count. I no. feel oh like God. they could have just put a little bit more effort and made something a little bit more unique to those people's culture instead also, of just. But we don't know their culture. But yeah, it's not France. But it could have been. You know what I mean? It could have been anything. You know, right? Been, so why too, is it not it okay to be even this? Been dancing people, just yeah. The fact that it's Cirque de, however you say it, people, and it actually was actors. Yeah, from, it was from literally Cirque du Soleil actors. Yeah, it just it seemed like such a cheap way to show 
in alien race you know like, the like whole, just think something a little bit more unique that could be their own the whole setting just it felt and looked cheap to me because i couldn't stand this is a somewhat minor criticism and i feel bad criticizing it because after reading how much work went into it i feel a little bad but don't, don't feel bad. all the like colors in the set and like the lighting really bothered me a lot it was hard to look at and they, the since point. they didn't have, uh, I know, but it just, it I looks like Chuck E. Cheese's. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. And they had a lot of like very close shots to see, to look like there were more actors than there were yeah. probably for budgetary reasons, but I just hated it, it a lot. And it was when creepy Harry, by when, design, but I don't think it was creepy. <laughs> I think it was just ugly. Yeah. Like it looked like I, a Chuck E. Cheese yeah. and a children's kindergarten room exploded and threw up primary colors on the wall. It, it, it looks like a Nickelodeon, clowns. I, but they Nickelodeon just, Double Dare was, set. Yeah, honestly. it was like too many primary uh, where's colors. Where's Mark Summers at? I couldn't do it. Also, according to but back to the plot, another mm. hole I have is so Harry and Bellana come into the setting and they see all these wacky clowns and performers and yeah. contortionists and stuff and they automatically assume that that's what they would purposely write in they're like oh well they must have wrote all this and i'm like why would anyone do that well, they no no that's actually a reasonable assumption because if they created a, a an environment to help entertain themselves whatever's in there obviously was created by them yeah but it was like they knew that they were they were walking to a situation where they knew there was a problem and then they see all these things that are disturbing and ugly and creepy. And then they go, yeah, they wanted this. I thought it you said it like, wasn't creepy. Yeah, yeah it whatever. wasn't. It wasn't yeah. creepy. But <laughs> well, <laughs> for it, argument's it sake. It gets creepy very fast. Yes. Because uh, they try to chop off Harry's head. Yes. And then the next uh, thing we see is a leather the, daddy. With guillotine. <laughs> well, yeah. okay. So, yeah. so immediately once we find out that these clowns uh, mean, yeah. us, mean us harm. Yes. Belana tries to fight off one of the clowns. With her uh, interlaced the fists, hammer punch. Very. In- That's a very Star Trek move. Very, it's like- very ineffective. It's yeah. like fleet double. If you punch. were to yeah. connect, you're guaranteeing you're to break your own fingers. Absolutely. <laughs> and you have the range of like a foot. Yeah. And but she hit the guy a good four or five times with the. And it didn't matter. Mm, no. Which, once again, a little scarier. It's just like a dream state. You're trying to fight someone off. Yeah. And nothing you do can harm them. Right. It all fits. It all fits people. I don't I don't understand your whole being. So Harry so, gets put in a so Harry guillotine. Gets put in the, in the, guillotine? 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 Guillotine, I believe. Guillotine. 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 Yeah. Um Yeah. And and right before the blade drops, the three remaining um survivors uh of the race I Cole. Cole. The Coles. Um save him, essentially. Yes. Well they they warn the head clown. Well, right. That hey, if we kill this guy, right. they might just shut our shit down. Yeah, which he's like, oh yeah, that's 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 yeah. a possibility. And that's they maybe, don't they don't want that. Let's right. not do that because they will all die, including um, the clown. But that is the clue that you know that that's that's what shows them. Oh well, these people died from from fear. Okay, you know, like getting your head chopped off in this simulation, kind of like in the Matrix. You know, if you mm-hmm. die in the Matrix, you die. In real life, yeah, yeah, we find out that you know, right. like, when essentially the clown cuts off your you head. You basically have a heart attack because you think in your mind, right, you which think... causes you to freak out to death, right, right. Which that part was kind of cool. I, I think so too. That guys, that part was kind of cool. Uh... More good parts. Yeah, no, that 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 part was kind of cool. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't mean, know. <laughs> if if I could convince you that your head was being cut off, I think your heart rate would rise. 
Sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. Cause, I still hate it though. Because even if you're in <laughs> a simulation, you've been around this scary clown for so long yeah, that you that's probably the thing. start to think well, that But it's... that's the thing to me. I don't understand why they didn't just get used to the clown and be like, oh, it's not that scary anymore. We've been like, here 15 like, years with this fucking clown. Find like, a way to like, yeah, mentally like why, beat him. Yeah, to mentally beat him or just block him out. Because the next scene they start talking the, oh. about how he's created by their minds. but So he was created by them and I was just like, a la Ghostbusters Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Right. Why didn't you just think of something better? Like, okay, right, no. like something to come beat yeah. guys. Guys, don't you dare bring Ghostbusters into this. No. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, Gozer had like, to, oh, it's the first we're going thing. to destroy them, and they just had to choose a flag. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> sure, so but, no, but this yeah. one of the extra scary, creepy things about this clown is that because he comes from their minds, he knows everything they're thinking. Right. So he can stop any plan they have to defeat him. Yeah, but I'm saying that, that after a while, the things that you fear aren't fearful anymore when you're exposed to them over time. Like exposure who's, therapy. Who's that... to even say he was a clown the whole 19 years? Maybe it was a whole, totally different scenario last year yeah, be- because of that specific scenario. But I just feel like they would they would be... You're always going to be scared of something. Mm. Okay, maybe, yeah. If you could get worn down to where you didn't experience fear. Right. But that is not at all what this episode reached. Yeah. I don't think they're in 19 years. You don't think when living under constant dis- duress, like you could mentally block it out. I, I feel like that's what people do. Apparently in I kind of agree with both of you. The you know? couldn't. I, I, the co- I they are weak minded. Agree with your point, Beth, because, you know, they made the clown. Yeah. So they could probably make something to beat it. But no. or just, no, or just but, become accustomed to it. Go like, right. fuck you, clown. I'm but not afraid of you anymore. I also, Agree with Dan's point that since he can read what they're thinking, he has the yeah. upper hand and can always, you know, if, if they had best, a, if they had them. the best plan in the world and they had one doubt, he right. would instantly make that one hit, like which thing seems like happen. he has done because he's trained them to not think about escaping. Sure, or, yeah. Or I mean, they they yeah. they don't even because later on think someone, about someone it even anymore. thinks yeah. about helping someone escape, right. and he's like, hey, right. I heard that. I see, yeah, see sure. that. Whatever their, it is, their minds are so don't even think are, about are it. such a void. He's trained them to. So I see. I see both your points. Yeah, I just. I don't know. It's, I see it, both your points. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I just, I'm right. No, I just. I just think that amount of time you could have. I'm not saying that you think of a way to beat him. What I'm saying is you think of a way to ignore him. But you can't. It's literally your own fear that you're trying to ignore. Right. People do that all the time. Suppress fear to run into a burning that building. Okay, suppress you, okay. fear to like, and you know if, what I mean? If that fear controlled your entire environment, you would get used to it I, after a while. I really don't think so. I think you would. People are really, really good at uh, acclimating to things like that. The That's the reason why. Aren't. <laughs> <laughs> They're not people. No. I mean, that, that is how you beat Fred Krueger, is you turn your back on him. Right. And you take the power away from his fear. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. I don't know if they ever tried that, but you know. Yeah, turn your back to him. You, you both have, have good points. <laughs> okay, so so we find out the clown can read minds. His proper Harry name is 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 lost. He's like, oh my god, what what are we gonna do about this? Yeah. All right, let's find out what this clown wants. Right. And his demand is to exist. Yep. How good is that? <laughs> How good is that? Because now, Prime Directives does that say anything about wiping out sentient? 
things and creatures like you well i, I imagine yeah, yeah. it's I don't think you're fair they do try to give him that that wish but they offer him like one mind to replace the much more assured security of more than one well they right. they offer him a synthetic brain which, which would still be completely under their control could guarantee no they they said yeah. it, no, that's, they, why he, that's why he turned it down. They didn't say they were going to control no, they, it. I thought the idea it, was they, they were going to give it to him and it would be automated, and he would not know the difference between... But he didn't believe them. Right. Well, he didn't believe Which, them. And if he doesn't believe them, that means they were lying because he can read their minds. No. Yes! He, reads, he, he doesn't reads believe the... Harry's and... Balana. Torres's mind. Oh, but, we, have, we haven't gotten to this part yet. Right. Okay, okay my yeah. but, but, I apologize. You know, we're, yeah. we're getting a little bit ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah... He oh oh and then after it's pretty well established that the clown can read everyone's mind yeah Harry just comes out and says it it's like it's it's almost as though he can read our mind yes <laughs> and you're still thanks dead. Harry now here's <laughs> the point in the episode I I believe where some crazy cool special effects happen and the, and fear turns Harry into an old man oh hold on yes. um 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 <laughs> oh my goodness and then a baby kind and then a baby um, <laughs> oh almost almost yeah so. So the Coles yeah. say something that's going to be really important later mm-hmm. is that, yes, he can read our minds, but this is like a slight delay. I think it's two minutes. Yeah. Like after like two minutes of being in yeah. his world, he can read your mind right. and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Right. So now we cut back to the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janeway holds a meeting and they, they have this little like like little ethical debate. Is there a way we can we can let this this thing exist? Right. And we find out, no, not without leaving someone behind. Sure. So I mean, now we're it, needs, like, it needs at least one person to... to yeah. To, also, to, here's so. an interesting thought, too. Uh, so if we are still operating under the Prime Directive as rule, should their debate also be, should we even help them? Because this is something they technically chose, you know, and they created under their it own went awry. free this was mind not their will. Intent. Well, sure. But I, yeah, you're right. I don't know. You Maybe know, they should just leave I, alone. I think... From what we said earlier, I think the only reason they chose to help is because it was four years Later. past what they said it was. But going now to that be. they have the, they know what happened. Do they continue, or do they just try to get their people out and move on? Well, now it's the rights uh, of three sentient right. living things versus one sentient synthetic thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh oh. Does but, this sound like an interesting episode? See, here's yet? the thing. No, okay. it's been done. really <laughs> sentient though. Or is it just the manifestation of of themselves Other people's thoughts. regardless of right. the source it seems to be pretty sentient i don't know maybe and know. are we prioritizing it like could the all people, just be an illusion are we prioritizing well, this the sentient maybe we can maybe call it sentient maybe call it being being over the people who created it right well they're obviously idiots <laughs> i mean they're but <laughs> but by this point Voyager is already deep into it, so they, they can't yeah. just they but can't I mean, like, just pick favorite. But you know? once again, right. his only demand is to exist, right. which sounds like a thing that the Prime Directive would support and protect. Sure, but like I said, they do try to give him. They that. offer yeah. him and a totally inferior option. But it's still well, an option. Well, they say it's inferior, they don't, and then they don't the doctor just, gets upset. They don't just <laughs> flat out say, you know, we're gonna not do anything for you. So basically, they tell them that he can have an artificial yeah. brain or he artificial intelligence, is what I'm saying. Similar to what the holodeck, um, the Hollow Doctor is, yeah, um, which I think is awesome. He's my favorite character. Um, yeah, he's awesome. But he basically 
says that that's inferior it's not as good and the doctor's like whoa thanks like yeah (laughs) um yeah uh well i mean think about like the only other character i know that's synthetic in star trek is data and he was obviously not (laughs) up to par well what's interesting is that you're loving this episode in the same way that you might love some data episodes because there's very similar one where (laughs) there's a very similar one where they it's called measure of a man where they uh debate on whether or not data as a an artificial being has the rights of a non-artificial being essentially right. if it's about data's humanity i'm sure he acts like a toaster it's... <laughs> he <laughs> probably speaks in like broken sentences <laughs> and has weird voice inflections <laughs> because like and, and, yeah. it, he does not whenever he's but the focus it is a very good episode he turns tardy yeah it's very good episode. he turns tardy now, uh, okay, so uh, now, so so yes, we're we're yeah. now we have had the now, meeting. The the involvement of the doctor is the best part of this. Episode oh yeah, absolutely, he's amazing. Um, yeah, he's a badass. Yeah, now, he yeah, is a total badass. Because you know, immediately, I, I think that was the actual plan to have him show up and offer the option. Yeah, okay, well we're we're not quite. We have to do yeah. the the old young thing. Oh, right, right, yeah. right yeah. before yeah. doctor so, shows up. So, oh, go yeah. ahead. so the the fear. Essentially, the, the is, clown. Yeah, I guess it'd be easier clown. to reference him as yeah. the clown. The clown yeah. is talking. I don't talking think he has a name. To right? he's fear. He's yeah. fear. Okay. Yeah. Um, is talking to Harry, and he's trying to. You know, I I know what you're really afraid of. You know, it's it's, you know, having someone or having to take care of you. So he turns him into an old man, mm-hmm. which did like not, did not look good. I'm oh sorry. My no. God. That like uh, this was not an Emmy winning episode. I no. feel like if I just covered my face in colors. glue and dust. <laughs> yeah. It would look about the as realistic as <laughs> yeah. his old man makeup. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, uh, and then immediately he gets turned into a a baby. So yeah. So I guess Harry's major fears are being dependent, or, um, yes, vulnerable. Right. right. Yeah. Old and young at the same yeah. time. He's afraid of both ages that are well, yeah, naturally he's, occurring. He's afraid of, <laughs> of someone having to take care of him, essentially. I, I That's think. such a lame fear. Yeah, Harry's the worst. But then his real fear, uh, this, does, this does get kind of crazy. Um, he went to a radiation uh, fallout zone when he was young with his parents. On Hold a, on, was on this a, part of this episode or is this another thing you're talking about? No, this is no he did. Yeah. What? Oh, yeah, go he ahead. talks about he goes the there clown, with his parents because the his parents are doctors. His, I think reads his mind. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. And yes, um, yes, yes. he he went to a part of a hospital where he he shouldn't have gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and he saw some some very scarred, mutilated people getting getting worked on, and basically the clown straps him down and is about to operate on him. Okay. So and- <laughs> about him being strapped down. Okay. He's not really strapped down. So he has some like shackles well, on his ankles uh-huh. with a chain holding them together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he specifically says something like, why don't you click your heels together? Right. You know, like a yeah, reference to yeah, a wizard bot. But the the chain only prevents his feet from expanding further apart. Yeah. He can totally click he his heels together. Yes. And yeah. He's, he's also he wearing like mockingly. funny golden yeah, shoes but too. He couldn't. I don't know. Was he wearing golden shoes? I think he was wearing some weird like weird those are not Starfleet things. issue. No, it, they're not, sirs. Yeah, he said, "Oh, you can't. They're restrained, as though like you couldn't clap in handcuffs." Yeah, like it, it is hard. It's, it's only restraining the opposite of that. Well, you, do, you need to go the other direction and give space to bring them together, right? They, they had because if you they clap, space. if you clap from like a millimeter apart, it doesn't make much noise. So maybe you just really wanted a loud click. That's true. Is this is this really a debate going on right now? <laughs> here, now here comes the best part of the whole episode. In my, yes. In my so. The, 
The clown's about to cut Harry open. Like a scalpel mm-hmm. yeah. thing. The doctor reaches in, takes it from him, and says, uh, you are like holding, holding it, it wrong, I in think. the wrong way. Your uh, forefinger needs to be applied to the blade for Accuracy. added pressure or something yeah. like that. Uh, it, was, <laughs> totally it was really good. Matter-of-factly. Yeah, it was really which good. Which legitimately like, like, takes the clown aback. It does. He's like, hold on. I, yeah. I, I don't understand. I can't, I can't sense you. Right. I, I can't read your mind. Yeah. Legitimately awesome. Yeah. Doctor is a badass. That's no, he's immune great. to he everything. Pretty, he's, yeah. I love his like witty banter. Yeah. I do the, really like that. The only thing. Okay. So, so the doctor is now in this artificial intelligence simulation as a hologram. As a program, he is in it. I think in the same sense that he is in sick bay. He is just activating so himself inside. But he's a program. Yes, I think so. Well, no, it's, I think it's him. They, yeah, I know, I know. But like right. they, I think they they called him a hologram, which is a visual thing, which wouldn't matter. Maybe it's which only both. comes into play because later on, when uh, yeah, the episode ends, they they say that someone else is a hologram right. in the program, which doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Um. All right, never mind. So, yeah. we'll, we'll get back to that. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so the doctor, like a badass, yeah. grabs scalpel out of his hand, yep. talks some shit, yep. and offers the simulated brain. Right. Right. And obviously the clown refuses right. because, like, no, 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 doesn't like it. Your simulated brain mean would mean like I'm at your complete like control right. and disposal. I don't trust you. And if it shuts down, kind of you know. Yeah. 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 And I, I get it. Like he, he knows no. he can survive in Valor the current reasons, situation, but it does show that and he doesn't voluntarily make his life less secure. Right. I would make the same decision as the clown. Sure. Can't fault him for that. Sure. I'll give you that. All right. I'll give you that. Good. But good episode. They do, but they do try to give him a peaceful solution. They give him a bullshit, but peaceful. They solution. do try to help. We'll let you live, but in this little box. Well, no, it, it's he's not. in the box now. No, nah, so. but he has free reign of this box. Well, and he has no... Con- I don't know. The only thing, though, and they do bring <laughs> this point up, is that he's working... He does have a limited lifespan, because as soon as the colonists die, which they arguably will of old age at some point... Maybe the he... coal live for thousands of years. I don't think so. It's possible. I, I don't know. Yes, I don't know. I don't, I don't think okay. so. Okay, so... This does not go as planned. No. Um, they manage to get Torres out. Well, yeah. So, um, if I recall correctly, because the plan is uh, is so that the plan is from. So sorry. So we're we're back on the ship. Yeah. And the plan is to disassemble the environment piece by piece, piece by 40, piece by blocking. 40... By blocking optical pathways. Yeah. Yes. There's 40 of them. Which I don't think it's optical if it's in your mind, but well, maybe, uh, I don't know. That's, it's possible. I think maybe. you're, I don't know. Maybe. There's, I, yeah. When you're dreaming, I think your vision centers are working. I don't know enough to now, speak how did, on this. How do they Anyways. get Torres out of it? What, what do they barter with him to uh, let her go? Uh, Is it just a trade with the doctor? I don't know. I don't remember. The doctor stays. Oh no! Hold on! Hold on! Um, but she leaves. I think someone said something about like a, as like a show of goodwill. Um, like someone. Yeah. Has, so oh, someone has to like tell the doctor. Uh, sorry, someone has to like. No, he, I have no idea. He he lets one go, but he says if anything's tried, he'll kill one of the original three. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's but just that's just I how still, she gets out. I still don't why, know why he would let Belana go. I think it's just like I can't I don't can't remember. I don't think I don't there, there was a reason. I think I think he was just okay. You can you can have one. But um, yeah, so so the 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 plan and specifically the quote is: if we can't remove the hostages from the environment, we'll remove the environment from the hostages. Right. Which is dumb. What does but, that even mean? Yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Like, <laughs> you just take decorations off the walls. Yeah, and then which is essentially safe. it seems to take Alana a really long time too, and essentially she's just turning off a light. There's like 40 light switches, and she's just systematically going through and turning them all. And that's off. basically what's happening. Yeah. So 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 she has 40 switches to get through, and I believe. Two minutes? Yeah. And it takes her Time like span? two and a half minutes. Um, <laughs> the the doctor goes back in to basically be a distraction mm-hmm. to the clown. Well, right. and not only a distraction, but he also offers something that the clown is kind of seems a little interested in. He he offers him a cloaking device. Right. To hide him from passing ships. Yeah. Mm. I'm not really sure why he'd be interested in that. So because... they would never get disturbed again. Yeah. So that um, their tripwire to send out the message yeah. would never happen so, again. So if the oh, ship comes by, okay, sees the same All message. Right. Yeah, I, I was never... thinking somehow he'd like intercept new victims that right. came in. Oh, yeah. didn't see Ooh, that would be an interesting. Uh, yeah. oh, what's that? Turn of events. What's that? No, that's episode? not what happens Good. in but this it episode. Could. It could be, but it's not what All happens. Right. All right. All right. <laughs> but so that that was kind of a ruse, though, because Balana is in behind the scenes. What, what slowly? You... What she's hacking. She is hacking. But she's hacking what With looks a light like pen. a light bright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. She's putting little pegs that light yeah. up into little... Yes. Making a smiley face in a <laughs> castle. <laughs> basically. Uh, um, basically, she fails. Uh, oh, she does yes. not do it in time. The clown realizes what's going on. And the clown just is like, okay, main leader dude... Well, you're gonna die yeah so and that guy so dies. the people back on the on the ship are like oh my goodness the neuroepinephrine levels are spiking yeah. on this guy and we get a death yeah which i was shocked that they killed that guy yeah because he felt was the that leader he was like the main yeah. character of those three survivors what else would be scarier than killing off the leader to there the followers go. there you go it all makes sense um, you know why great episode <laughs> <laughs> but i was shocked that they killed him off. Yes. Um in, in, in that fashion. Um but you know what? It's kind of not so smart on the clown's part though, because that means one less person that he has to pull from. Yeah, but I don't know. If obviously something's going on where they're something he's losing control. People are getting some confidence, thinking they can outsmart him. Yeah. He's he's gotta he's gotta spend that money somewhere. But he just lost a fourth of his, you know. Well, he just gained a new one he wasn't expecting today. With Harry, that's true. So he's he's back back to even. I still feel like he would be more, more in a maybe cut a hand off. Well, that's too logical. Or, and uh, one of the things that makes the luck clown so scary <laughs> is that he's illogical. I don't think he's very he's scary. Like, but, uh, I don't he'd think he's He'd be terrifying. Scary. He'd be terrifying. Mm. I I think he just looks like a what fat think? spinal tap member. Yeah. Uh, which is what he was. <sighs> um, um, now, so after that, they're like, okay. We're not fucking around anymore. Um, yeah, they, they get pretty pretty hard line. Yeah. yeah. Um, so essentially, we go into the mode where, uh, if I'm not mistaken, we go, we go right into the last barter session. The doctor delivers the ultimatum. Right. Right. Uh, let everyone go, and we'll give you the captain. Yeah, Captain Janeway. Right. Which... And the clown is like all about that because he's heard about 
Jane Ray throughout the entire episode. You know, right, like, through other people's yeah. thoughts. Like, it's, ooh, like, like, oh, I want this mind. Like, this mind... It's too you know. easy to make the Coles scared. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, but a captain is someone who faces fear and or possible death every yeah. day. Yeah. So, so he's 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 captivated by by having this mind yeah. as a hostage. Mm-hmm. Um, which, the doctor, the do- so the doctor says one minute. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which was awesome because he was he was he was counting down. Mm-hmm. That was a great scene. Yeah. Also. That scene was good. The doctor's badass. The doctor is a badass. He's as, my as favorite. Yeah. Um, so the clown resists. Yeah. And yeah, he said, no, no, you can keep one. And it's only Captain Janeway. Right. 42 seconds or right, whatever exactly. it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, keeps it getting lower and lower. And finally, the cloud accepts. He does. He does. Now, this ties into the ending a little bit. But This is the ending. Yeah. Well, right. <laughs> but, this is the ending. But, like, there's like two minutes left in the right. episode. But I, I feel that if this clown really wanted to survive, he would not have made this deal. How so? I don't know, man. Like because he's guaranteed three minds now. Yeah, that's that true. That he does not have to let go of. Um, okay, for this clown's entire existence, yeah, he has been essentially a god, just sure. doing anything he still and everything he can and do. And this is this is the first day he's ever encountered something right. that he couldn't not only read their mind but control in the doctor. Mm-hmm. Right, like he's he's thrown off his game. Like he oh, he sure. could legitimately just be like flustered at, at this. Don't they also Absolutely. tell him that um they would be willing to sacrifice their own crew member by unplugging everyone? Well, that um, that's the threat. Yeah, yeah. And I think eventually Janeway probably would mm-hmm. instead of having Harry, you know, live a life of hell. You know, yeah. Essentially, I think Harry says something to the effect yeah. too that I would rather die sure than live anybody, here. I would too. Anybody those, would. Would Janeway actually terrible. do that? I think so. Would she kill Eventually, Harry if if she could not find a feasible way to make him not live in a simulation? I don't know. I, I see think, that sounds pretty. Wouldn't you want your captain to not leave you behind on a? On a I don't know, man. Like these coals survived almost twenty years in it, but in a horrible like. She fucked up mind state. She doesn't know it was maybe that bad. Well, trusts, <laughs> maybe she would trust that Harry would be smart enough and have the mental fortitude to ignore the clown. And, I, and just I would defeat not the clown. think Harry was the guy for that task. Is it because he plays the clarinet? He is a weak fool. <laughs> he is. Um, <laughs> now, so the, now, before the clown accepts, I actually skipped something. Oh. Uh, I, I, I gotta talk about the captain's acting in this episode i, I it's, think it's is, very heavy-handed is kate mulgrew insane <laughs> no like i'm, I'm serious like, i think she's a crazy person because there's this one line but what does fear seek at the end of the ride like just just the way that she says things in the episode makes me i wish really, i could like do a janeway voice yeah because it, it's so alien it makes me cringe like every time she says something but in this episode fear I, yeah yeah <laughs> I, I, I well, no, but is she like, insane? Like she's, I, I, she's, I think she might be an actual crazy actor. Like, like she's Kate, just a crazy Kate, like person. Mulgrew, like the yeah. person oh. playing Janeway. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I just get that vibe that she's not all there. She's the like, worst. She's, yeah, I just don't know if it's the writers. I, see, or her. I can see you can see the crazy behind her yeah. eyes a little bit. Her like Amish bun. Yeah. Like, oh oh yeah. man. Anyway, um, no wonder she would scare fear itself. That 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 coming at you. Um, so. <laughs> So basically, so, Janeway. They also figures, say a bunch of things like fear only exists to be conquered. That's not true. 
Fear exists for lots well, of reasons. Well, no, no, no. She right. specifically gives those reasons. Yeah. Fear reminds us of our limits. Yeah. And like, no, no, that's true. Keeps but, us but she's the one who figures out, you know, what does fear, you know, like, what does fear want? Like if people yeah. want fear, if mm-hmm. fear was embodied, which is the premise of this episode, what would what fear would its want? motivations be? Yeah, and she figures out it's it like would... an interesting right moral dilemma. Right, great episode. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she... so what does she say? What does she conclude? Fear, fear. She, wants? she figures out that fear wants to end. Fear exists to be defeated. Right. Fear eventually is only there to be stopped. To to be conquered, she literally has this 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 uh this this kind of speech twice. Once, right? Like to either herself or the crew. I'm not really sure. I think they're in the meeting. If I don't room. know if there's other people in the, the room. The first is yes. in the room with the crew, and the second is to the to the doctor, I believe. To the clowns. To the clowns. Well, uh, like yeah. she tells her theory to the, the doctor. Oh, okay, okay. But yes, to the, to the clown at the very end. Wait, that actually goes against what fear said it wanted. Fear said it wanted to continue to exist. Yes. So why does right. she? Say that fear wants to not exist. Right. That's well, look, she can have a different idea about what it wants than it does. But no. I mean, because it's not actually well, here, fear. It's, it's a. It's, oh, it's not. Before we get to the very end, <laughs> where we find out. Just kidding. Let's. So. So the swap is made. Yes. Everybody comes out. Jane. Oh, Janeway appears. Janeway goes in. Right. But essentially, what they do is they trick the. Fear clown. Yeah. Um, it's not actually Janeway. Mm-hmm. It is a holographic representation of Janeway. <laughs> right. Which I thought was kind of bullshit. But, well, but, how did, how did the how not you, pick up on that right away? Because there's a two-minute delay. Two minute, two like minute they delay. set up earlier. Great episode. Right. <laughs> but I had a problem with them being able to make a holographic Janeway that could respond to fear's questions so quickly. Mm-hmm. That is a little bit of a speed bump <laughs> that I do wrestle with. But hold on, hold on. So, so my, my, my the, thoughts... The doctor, at least, is a pre-programmed, but, you know... Right. Okay. So um, I'm just trying to rationalize this. Sure. And I'm sure if I didn't already say that I like this episode, I would not be trying to defend it, but... Right, right, right. It only had to answer a couple questions and exist for, like, a minute. Sure. You didn't need a full-on doctor program. You could have, like, had, a, had like, a bare-bones copy... Yeah, you know, I just think that like, like that just, she was reacting just to the, was just the language pack of the, language pack. of the uh, yeah yeah the I don't know the the the, the Photoshop light type uh, type deal like not not the full thing mm-hmm. yeah so okay yeah I so, it, it just, so just Jane it, Jane enters yeah. The clown is like, and she okay. strides across the room like uh, a. Oh, like she a, stares him down. Like a vixen. Mm-hmm. Like a, <laughs> she, she is a like Viking warrior yeah. badass yeah. in this whole scene, and I don't, uh-huh. I don't get it, but yeah. whatever. Um. So, and she like she has hers her speech mm-hmm. about trusting fear. It's like all deep and like yep. you know I know fear well and all that kind. Of, and then and fear is what, like, ooh, I can't wait to. And fear is like finally someone who to, gets me. Yeah, and then releases everyone because yep. finally he's like, all right, I have I have my replacement. Mm-hmm. Y'all y'all have fun out there. Yep, I think he says he's gonna paint her paint use her mind to paint a canvas something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, see that yeah. that that supports the theory that maybe it wasn't always clowns. He creates a new thing every once in a while it's based possible. on new so fears. So he reaches into individuals and takes out whatever their stave puff is. That's that's a, that, every that so is, often. But that's what what he was designed to do. 
He was designed to create an environment based on their thoughts. But why did they? Why did he's their basically thoughts, Pennywise the clown? Why from, did their from thoughts it, automatically go to fear though? Maybe why they, weren't they maybe, like? Oh, maybe they didn't start goodness. that way. Maybe they didn't start that way. It could have, maybe it was a fun little happy thing for a little while. Well, they and do, once once someone got a little scared of something, they do it just say kind of, kind of snowballed. That they mm. didn't even notice him at first. He was yes. kind of just like oh there, God. yeah, guys. And then they Great were episode. <laughs> oh my God. If they didn't notice him at first, then they should be able to not notice him later. No? Well, no, maybe he was he was just like creating the environment for yeah. them, and then finally actually like manifested as maybe a the. Person. But that would only happen if they became more fearful for some reason. Why would they become more? They fearful? maybe got fearful as the fifteen years as got, time got went, went on closer and closer. Maybe they were afraid that the world they would go back to was still a wreck. Or yeah, man, like yeah. Think um, about if um I don't know, let's say ninety nine percent of humanity was wiped out yesterday. Maybe I wouldn't be all happy, happy, joy, joy <laughs> thoughts. Yeah, but right. I don't, I, I don't necessarily agree with the idea that all of humanity was wiped out. I still kind of think there might be more people. Okay, four hundred thousand dollars, four hundred thousand to five. Yeah. <laughs> That we know of. No, I or, just... Or I, they know we don't of. have conclusive Even, yeah. evidence no, to suggest okay, that they I, were, all were... Maybe they don't either. They that they went from, oh, yeah, we're a giant society, mm-hmm. and we only know of the five of us. And there, maybe there might be other pockets, fears, yeah. which would be scary enough. Yeah. You know either it? Either way, their race is you fucked because there's only two left. Right. Yeah. So right. They're not going to repopulate the race. But they're going back to up the long... We're going back up to the long up the long ladder with that premise. With, right. Even if they only had five, yeah. they would never be able to right. adequately repopulate. Right. So, so Janeway, Janeway, I mean, hollow Janeway. So she eventually drops the bomb that, uh, you She's know, not real. You're, you're never going to read my mind. I've been programmed to respond as Janeway. Right. <laughs> and then finishes her, her speech. Yeah. With fear only exists for one purpose to be defeated. Yeah. And now, then the lights start to dim as as the right. whole world comes crashing, crashing down, down to a close. Now, this is Cut to black. the craziest Star Trek ending I think I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. so dark. I've said that yes. before on this, on, on this podcast. But it's just <laughs> – it's, it's split-second nature because it's the, – the, the lights are dimming. Mm-hmm. The lights are dimming. They keep talking about, you know, I've you, – you kind of maybe wanted this, which I didn't get because, like you said, Beth, he wanted to exist. Right. Um, but he kind of seeds that point. He's like, yeah, maybe like he doesn't say it. Well, but you kind of get the feeling that maybe he did want it to end. Oh, I don't think so at all. No, no, because you, his last words. I had I had to subtitle it. Oh, did you did you guys not catch like the cheesiest? I heard last it. words. Drats. <laughs> what? Oh, that's yeah. his last word. Yeah, oh, sorry, I didn't. I wasn't. I thought that. he said something cool. I thought he said like death or like doomed. Well, but okay. No. His, his last, I guess. Okay. Second to last words were. What was, were they? I'm afraid. Right. And then Janeway, like a corny badass, goes, "I know." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. And then he says drats. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then I think and he says immediately, drats. And. Yeah. Produced by you know, like, yeah. so that that's like the there's no the, wrap up scene. It's fastest the end. like boom 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 ending to a Star Trek. I think I I've loved ever seen. it. It was so good. But I, there's so much more that needs to be explained, such as what happens to those two people that lived. They got out. Do they just stay on Voyager now? Uh, they learned to knit. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, they got out. out. They, the they're, 
<laughs> they, they, they were inconsequential. The yeah. episode was about this rogue AI that fed off of fear right. and how we defeated it, even though it just wanted to exist. So, see, I kind of feel that see, Janeway was right at the end. I think. It oh no, she totally was because he was existing exist. as a parasite off of other living sure. things. So I'm I'm cool with wiping that out. Right. Although it's it's still a gray area. I don't know. It is. It's like if I can only exist by killing off this other species. Who's who's right? Yeah. Great episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> I I just keep on coming back to the you know aesthetic kind of gets in the way for me yeah but, it really, well, it really I, hurt I, me. I don't know why they couldn't nothing I mean, has ever looked good in star trek um there were several emmy award-winning episodes for their visual effects <laughs> i will covered. point out that we've covered <laughs> if you can if you can accept this was made in the 90s I just, when everything was trash i i don't know why they couldn't just go that just one extra mile and just make something that was unique instead of french clowns it just it doesn't fit that this would be something that a world that has never seen Earth would think of. Yeah. It, re- it really gets in the way to, for me. I'm still stuck on well, the, no. I want to exist. Everyone knows Earth Earth's history. Want to exist. But not, these aliens don't. No, ev- everyone in all of Star Trek. No, not the References planet. and is cool with quoting no. Shakespeare and like, no. yes. <laughs> that has been proven. Not on Voyager. A hundred thousand times. Maybe on TNG because they know about Earth. In Voyager, they don't know about <laughs> Earth. Yeah, no one in this quadrant would ever they, know because they're not part of the Federation. Right, no, but there's boxing. Like uh, American culture is, but that was to that was Chakotay's mind m- feeding the. It was also the alien race in chaotic space that was totally that understood boxing. But that's only because they pulled it from his mind. mind yeah, <laughs> they turned on his crazy gene. No, I, it was legitimate. Okay, okay, like uh, like the Joker. Yeah, a a a killer with a smile mm-hmm. that makes a joke of all of your death. Sure, pretty creepy premise. That's like so one of them thought that. Yeah, and they fed it. If you're blaming anyone, will... it's not like he chose the scariest thing and he chose a clown. One of them thought of thought him up. I know. So it's it it's not even that he had to be the scariest thing. He just had to be the thing that they were scared of. Right. I have a question for you. So, yes, go ahead. Why do you think this episode is called the Thaw? I can't. I have. I've been thinking about it, and I can't really figure it out. The only thing I can think of is that they were, you know, trapped in the system, and the ten minutes that it takes to come out of the system is like the 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 thaw back into the real ah, world, okay. out of the hollow like setting. I hadn't thought of it, and I, um, I had no idea. Okay. It was probably a name that, that they used for a, a different episode that yeah. they just, yeah, just, just tack it on. on this one. Just throw it on. Uh, that's a good, good question, actually. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I, I just didn't understand the reference. Yeah. This is not to be confused with the 2009 horror movie called The Thaw, oh, starring well. Val Kilmer, oh. <laughs> about oh, my bugs favorite. that live in your skin. Oh, well. Also, why I is mean, that one called got, The Thaw? It's got I, VK, I man. I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> um, yeah, this was... See, I will I will seed you a few points that, you know, Fear was an interesting villain for Star Trek. Yeah. But I still say he's kind of like a cheaper Q. But you don't know yes, Q. Yes, because yeah, I Q, I has, thought, I thought Q, Q was, was a good kind guy. of done some of these Q's things before, though. Indifferent. 
He's 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 chaotic. He's just chaos neutral. He's like, I'm gonna do what I want. You know, Q has done some of these tactics before too. Yeah, he'll you know randomly pull people away and turn them into things. Has clowns in his court. You know, like yeah. Um, that's true. It's it it just felt a lot like that character. So maybe I just wasn't taken as much by him because I'd seen a similar. All right, I accept. But, I am but, more excited that you found an episode that you like. Yeah. Um, I, I, seriously, guys, I, I never in a hundred years would have thought I would have liked any of these. Okay. <laughs> but this is like a legitimately like, interesting one. I, I will concede that the premise is yes. interesting. Yeah, okay. That already has it beating all of the other episodes we've ever covered. <laughs> I just feel like I kind of like Sure. Okay. It yeah. was just the aesthetics, right? Is that mostly? Yeah, like yeah, hey, that's a little. It's a hurdle. Well, and well, no, I just and also just some of the dialogue I thought was awkward, and I still think that I'm still not convinced about the whole idea of like my whole ex- my my whole wish is to exist, yet my get you figure out that my actual wish is wish is to not exist. Right. I don't. No. I don't no. Understand I mean that, that that was Janeway's relationship with fear. Uh, he wasn't actually fear. He was a sentient AI that manifested itself as fear. Sure. Yeah. So, but she has this relationship with fear about conquering it. And he, but I still feel at the end would... he was kind of agreeing with her. And and no my way. He my was interpretation and how disappointed would, about being not existing well, right. anymore. He was disappointed, but he was also kind of he was also scared, her... which means he's not fear. He was just playing fear to continue existing. Yeah. Uh oh. Okay. But if, if in the end, <laughs> if in the end scene he's manifesting himself as Janeway's version of fear, which is something that she chooses to conquer daily, uh, how would he ever know that? Because he doesn't get that from her. Well, no, no. He was still what the the last people, the Cole, right. had been afraid of. Had uh, sure. formed in their assuming he was going to assimilate her thoughts mm-hmm. in that little two two minute window. Right. So how does she? De- how do they even defeat him then? Because she doesn't because have everyone left the system. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, that's true. And okay. she's just she's fake. There's yeah. no, there's no thoughts. Okay, there. that makes sense to me. I I I was interpreting it as not not I I got it the first time around that she left the system. But as we started to talk about him trying to be her type of fear, I thought it was you were talking about now that he's her type of fear, she conquers him and that's how it cuts to black. Not that everyone left the system. Left the system. I get that and I see that the, on the first viewing, but I didn't know if that's what we were talking about still. Hmm. All right, so that's the, right. That's the episode. <laughs> um, uh, okay, well, this was the most interesting one we've done, that, I think. That was, yeah. that was pretty interesting. Uh, I do have a few fun facts. Uh, this episode was uh, partially written by the guy who wrote Cathexis. Yay. So, Yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, did you read that he was living in France at the time? I did see that, yeah. which explains which ma- oh, the cir- a whole bunch. Yeah, uh, I still hate that part about it. I I, I hate. The- well, that's just your hatred of the French. No, it's just. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the little person in this episode. Are you talking about the really busty dwarf? Yes. Yes. Uh, she has a rare distinction of being in a Star Trek episode and something related to Star Wars. She was lumpy Chewbacca's son in the Star Wars holiday special. In the Christmas special? Yep. Oh, that's too bad. So, <laughs> hold on, Chewbacca like 
That's a very tall race of creatures. Well, like a Lumpy, baby, his son. Yeah, a, a very baby very Chewbacca. Young, very okay. It, if you have not seen a picture of Lumpy, look up Lumpy because I have he not. is something else. I don't think I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. Um, and then the director of this episode says he was inspired by uh, Federico Fellini. Uh, I watched Eight and a Half recently, Fellini's masterpiece. When I read the script for The Thaw, that movie was still fresh in my mind. I thought, God, what an inspired take on this. This is nothing like Eight and a Half. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've seen Eight and a Half. I yeah, have not. it's a pretty good movie. Um, pretty good episode. This is nothing. <laughs> no, like no, they're, they're not. How dare he say that? Yeah, uh, that's. I just thought that was funny that uh, he would say that. Um. I don't, oh. Um. The the specter. The yes, large. The, uh, not the like I guess the I guess one of the only things that was not a clown. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it looked like it was made of rags. Right? No, not the executioner. <gasps> oh, confetti the and like big yeah. teeth. Yeah. yeah, He uh he was played by I'm not sure how to pronounce this, but Carol or Carell Stroichen. Okay. Who is Mr. Holm? Oh, from oh. the other episode we covered, Menage a Trois. Yeah. Oh wow, Troy. That's awesome. And also, he uh, he played Lurch in the Adams Family movies. movies. That was the recent ones, That's not awesome. the really long, long, long ago ones. That's really cool. Um, one of the clown guards was the stuntman for Jason Leatherface and Michael Myers. You always Myers. have these stuntman facts. Where do you get them? <laughs> I mean, I think there's like three stunt stuntmen in Hollywood. Yeah, and it's just they've so, all so done he all was of them. The stuntman in. Yeah, Jason Leatherface and Michael Myers, and he, he he played each of them. That's amazing! Wow, way to go! Uh, one of the clown guards. Wow, that's very cool. Yeah, that's that's, that's literally an, all I have. That's an episode, episode, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, we'll we won't start with Dan. Was yeah. it worth the voyage, Beth? Actually, I think it was. Really? Uh, Come on. Yes. <laughs> I, well, I'm not saying it's good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying. Uh, Maybe try it. Okay. See if you think it's as it is as bonkers as I do. Oh, it's bonkers. I want to see. I just kind of want to see where people fall. So maybe you fall on the bonkers end. Maybe you fall on the best episode ever end. But you choose your own adventure in that okay. one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go no on this one. <laughs> I I see what you're saying, and I appreciate where you're coming from. For me, it was a little too Nickelodeon Daredevil. Uh, not Daredevil, Double Dare, uh, set piece. Uh, yes, you know, with like I was just looking for the green slime, um, in the studio, uh, and I don't think the clown was scary. I think he was just kind of silly and pathetic. But that's just that's just me. He was menacing and silly. He just and I didn't think he was he scary did, he either. Didn't, he didn't do it for me. I, he I I was never afraid of him. Yeah. Um. So for me, this one's a no. I don't think it really gives anything to the forwardment of the Voyager quest. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm a little mixed because I don't want to well, say yes. Okay. Because <laughs> if, I, no, no, if I say yes, that might encourage people to get into Star Trek Voyager. Oh, <laughs> but, oh that's mean. So, uh, but no, I have to say yes. This is by far... The best thing we've reviewed as a podcast. Wow. Okay. Like, yeah, everything we've done was actively bad, like below neutral. 
I think this was a hair above. It's 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 in the positive. Okay. It just that I, is quite a recommendation. I know. I know the nineties set pieces are garbage. About up the long ladder, you said that was a good episode too. That was the first time I'd ever seen any redeeming qualities in an episode. Okay, so I think that was just comparative. I don't remember what was redeeming this, to you about that one. Do we remember? The it whole, was a social commentary the thing. Whole oh dilemma. yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, yeah. okay. Immigration, right? Yeah. You know that that whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Which was like the deepest thought I'd I'd seen in an episode. Maybe yeah. just, I, maybe I've just been missing them, but this is the first one. <laughs> well, in all fairness, we do re- review the so-so episode, yeah, right? So. <laughs> I don't know. Like this one had interesting things to say. I think okay. If you can get past the bright colors and the word clown, yeah, this is a good episode. Maybe our scale is different because Newman and I have a lot more familiarity with the Star Trek universe as a whole. Oh, totally. And we know that there are so many really good, good, good episodes. I think that episodes. might be my problem, too. Yeah, yeah. and that, that's maybe maybe yeah. our our bar is set a little different. Since you've seen mostly all the so-so ones that we reviewed, when you see one that is maybe yeah. decent and interesting, you're like, this is amazing because sure. there's no exposure to the really good stuff. That makes sense possible maybe maybe yeah. i should also but maybe i do lower concede, my bar a little bit i do yeah me too yeah. it's easy to hate things it's hard to be passionate and stick yeah. up for things so sure. kudos to you Dan. yeah man way to go why thank you <laughs> um we do have some uh comments feedback uh, Ooh. from some listeners Yay. um our good friend david recently uh sent us a tweet that brent spiner that lovable data actor who plays data <laughs> um he sent us this Cool tidbit that uh, in the outrageous Okana episode, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of Marx Brothers jokes, and apparently yes. Brent Spiner is a big fan of the Marx Brothers. That's why that kind of humor was in there. Um, and he also sent a picture of an article that I think he was reading where he talks about his love for that that kind of comedy. Um, and I, he's dressed up. I'm down with the Marx Brothers. They. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, I know that you love. Brent Spiner no. for his flatulent villain. Um, and, Master of uh, Disguise? Yeah, Master of yeah. Disguise. Yeah, no. So, comic genius all around. Um, <laughs> so, so, thank you, David. That was that was interesting. Um, and then, Doug, uh, I printed the email, since that was a problem hey. for so many people, <laughs> that I print things. Um, um, Doug actually made a correction. Uh, I misspoke about the Maquis. I said that they were um, protesting... Bajoran um, occupation. They are actually a group that was formed when Starfleet ceded territory to the Cardassians. Hmm. So they basically lost their homes. Okay. So they're fighting for their homes. I got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I thought I'm, I'm halfway were... tempted to ask who each of these groups are. <laughs> the, uh, we talked about them in the caretaker commentary. Yeah. Um, but the Chaco Day. Chaco Day. Chaco Day is a. He Maki. is he's part Maki. of he I, Maki. I know he's yeah. Maki. I and I think I know the Cardassian Cardassian Cardassians. Same villains. Cardassians. The same villains. Um, those were the other guys on the surface of the. No, no. that's the Kazon. Oh, Damn it, the Cardassians. I don't think Dan has met them yet. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, then who's the who are the Bajoran? Bajoran. They are the race that the Cardassians kind of hold. Is there are there any characters of Bajoran descent that I know of? Yes. So in TNG, when we did Rascals, the girl, um, Ensign 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 Rowe, she's Bajoran. Bajoran. 
They look kind of like Klingons, but they don't have as many ridges on their head. Is that Balana? Well, they actually Belana just have nose. is half Klingon. They just have nose ridges. Yeah. Really? Isn't that what Balana is? No. No, no she's, half, she's half, half Klingon. Hold on. Klingon half human. Hold on. Oh. What's Troy? <laughs> Troy is Beta Zed. Beta Beta Zed. Ne- okay. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, Doug. You're Basically, right. Basically, Doug, I, <laughs> I don't know. Um... <laughs> Thank you, Doug, for for pointing out that that yes, uh, that's they were they're mad that they essentially lost their homes. And that's that's what they're fighting for. Okay, so thank you, Doug. That's a good reason. worthy fight. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Do, do we know why they they took their homes? Just um, it was all part conquest. of a Cardassian peace treaty, and that was part of the negotiation. Is that those Federation colonies? So why did the why did Starfleet not like the Maquis then? Starfleet the sees rebel- them as. Group. As that like blues shit up rebels happens. because they don't want to go join the Federation. They uh, want their homes back. Sure. Um, and the Cardassians see them as terrorists. Okay. So, so but like they, they're basically Palestinians. Careful. Well, that Careful. I mean, <laughs> DS Nine oh. is essentially is essentially uh, the the you know Israel situation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. there's a group um, of people that in a peace treaty lost which a big is what makes chunk that of land, show and now they're fighting for really it. Really interesting. Yeah. Um. Cool. So that was that was feedback. Okay, so we got something wrong about the Maki. Something. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. their motivation or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. Right. I, I got that wrong. Cool. Um, I forgive you. Thank you. <laughs> um, if there's nothing else, um, we're changing up the next episode a little bit. I know last episode we said we were going to do a few more next gen episodes before we get to our final season wrap up. But uh, circumstances have changed um, so for, the, for the, the time being. So we're going to end our season one uh, with the next episode. It'll be a versus episode where each of us will pick an episode that we thought was the worst. Of one this. that we've already covered. Yeah, yes. One, yes. one that we've already covered. We know this, Dan, you, you will not be picking the This thaw. one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you, you guys better not. I won't. I won't. Uh, um, yeah. So each of us are going to make our case. Uh, probably with an opening type statement, uh, we will have a debate, closing arguments, and then we'll kind of all come to a agreement on which one is indeed the worst of the three that we choose. Sounds good. So that 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 should be fun. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, should be pretty good. Um, but that's the next episode, so nothing to watch, guys. Uh, just just tune in. Just cool. watch all of Star Trek. Just watch every episode that we've done and listen to every podcast yeah. five times all, again. All in the next few weeks. Um, <laughs> so we have yeah. uh, one last announcement, too, if, if I can just interrupt you for a second, sure. Newman. Yeah. So as many of you listeners know, we're an uh, Orlando-based podcast, and um, Orlando's gone through some tough times in the last few weeks. Um, we have some good friends over at the Flame On podcast, who's a local all-gay, all-geek podcast here in Orlando. Um, and they wanted to, they asked us to give a shout-out to an effort that they're supporting. Um, as you might know, one of the uh, victims of the Pulse nightclub shooting, Drew Leonin, was a huge Star Wars fan and um, had been interviewed on Flame On a few times about um, Star Wars and his knowledge thereof. So there's been an effort by his friends to petition Lucasfilms to have um, the very first LGBTQ character in the Star Wars canon. So there's, if you're interested in supporting that cause, um, there's a website you can go to called www.putdrewinstarwars.com. So um, if that's meaningful to you, which I hope it is, uh, you can go there and sign your name on the petition. And uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully something good will come of it. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Cool. Well, any other closing remarks, guys? Great well, episode. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Yeah, cool. thank you. All right, good, good night. night. Bye, guys. <laughs>